Welcome everybody to No One Likes the Tuna Podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. I'm Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Long. And, uh, you know, Daryl, it's summertime here in Auckland, New Zealand, and mm-hmm. the cicadas are chirping. And uh, it's getting towards fall, though, you know, when somber moods come for somber things. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to send this one out. For a real one. Me so the dog. Had to switch up. Look at things different. See the bigger picture. Those were the days. Hard work forever pays. Now I see you in a better place. See you in a better place. Uh, how can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side. And now you gon' be with me for the last ride. Without you, my friend. And I'll Thanks, tell man. you all about nope. it when I see you again. That's about probably all we can play before we get sued. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <So>. yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, no problem, bro. Yeah. I wanted to start there, too. Tribute to the real one, six years old, mm-hmm. Miso. Um, R.I.P. Miso. R.I.P. Miso. 2013 to 2020. Yep. Um, yeah. I got mixed feelings about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Somber, of course, for a loss. But when I think about it and I think about sort of Miso and everything that we did, like just like an overwhelming, like positive. And yeah, I mean, there's just, there's nothing like the joy of having a dog. And if you, yeah, if you've had one before, Ain't that the truth, right? You know what I'm talking about. And if you've never had mm. one and you're putting it off for whatever reason, just, Go for it, because that's what we did, and I'm definitely a better person today because of it, so. Wow, man. Yeah, man. Miso has been a frequent contributor on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. And I enjoyed every minute of knowing her. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? So. Good. She was a real, she was a good one. Yeah. I feel good about it. I feel good looking back. I feel, I feel like. Yeah, I'm happy that we did everything we could. And you know what? I'm really looking forward to sort of bringing a new dog into the home eventually. Oh. And eventually. Wow. And that was you one know, of those I'll give things. it a little space. Though. Give it a little space. I'll give it a little <laughs> Maybe space. Maybe a little soon. Yeah. Give it a little space. But when I think about yeah. like the, yeah, just the vibe around me. So like adopting her mm-hmm. and like doing everything like, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, part of that whole learning process was like, that's a good thing, and I feel like, yeah, I would adopt again in the future. So amazing! And um, Miso came to you guys through, I think, my ex girlfriend Cat. That's yes? correct. Yes, her s- coworker had these two pit bull pups who needed a home, and you guys graciously offered to take one of them. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's been it was fun. Uh, yeah, I, I can't even imagine, man. <laughs> that dog was great and always happy to see me and always chill to hang out with, except when she saw her estranged, her estranged sister <laughs> when she tried to rip her throat out. Yep, so. a pretty violent <laughs> encounter. Other than that, one of the dopest dogs alive, you know, and uh, I was sadly missed. We'll be sadly missed. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I didn't miss this week was watching uh, 
fast eight again. <laughs> it was, yeah, I didn't miss. I realized I didn't miss one second of it from the last from the last time. Yeah, and this time wasn't. I, you know what I mean. Like I remember enjoying it last time, and I must have been fucking high or <laughs> because this movie sucks. It's so bad. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's so bad. Yeah, it's not good. Um, your thoughts on your watch through from this week? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it was last episode, maybe the one before, where we were talking about sort of giving Dom an opportunity to act. Um, yeah, he had plenty of opportunities in this movie and <laughs> didn't choose to take them. <laughs> Did not choose to take a single one of yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it, it comes and it goes. All right. So we gave him a yeah. shot and, uh, he blew mostly it. goes, mostly yeah. goes in this case. <laughs> um, especially the Elena just like the Elena, um, death scene. Uh, yeah right where he she gets shot like first you know like justice for elena but he is so like blank (laughs) 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 it's actually kind of astounding i feel like i feel i mean i'm not listen this is gonna be a big claim but i'm not an actor i've never been an actor I feel like if you paid me $14 million to, like, react, I would try, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I'd, pra- I'd probably practice a little bit on the side, maybe try to have some emotional experiences and uh, channel I would that try so screen. hard. Yeah. I would try so hard. I don't... I'm not a, a, a friend's head. Have you ever seen that show? You've uh, heard of it. Yes, of course. Okay. There is one... I used to watch it when I was a child. Because fundamentally, I believe it's a show for children. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> if, if you want, there's one episode I remember. Joey, who is an actor on that show, is trying to explain how he cries or how he like he like learns to cry on camera by like putting his hand in his pocket and pinching his nuts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and like Vin, feel free to take <laughs> to take the pointer. You know, like. like I feel like one of the things uh, we can never accuse Vin Diesel of is overacting. I feel like he's no. 100% of the time <laughs> underacting the scene as uh-huh. provided. Uh-huh. I feel like he feels that's it. Like that, <laughs> you know, like, that, like that's the maximum. That Dom yeah. is a subdued character and he can't overdo it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, my man? <laughs> Anytime you want. Anytime you want. Anytime you want. You know, <laughs> shit, man. He, it's pretty fucking, <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. He also just like I feel like as Vin the producer, one he, Vin the producer is f- telling Vin the actor like how his character needs to go, mm. right? Which is like <laughs> tone it down. But he's also Vin the producer is making insane choices for this <laughs> franchise, just on a on a day to day decision-making level you know like i'm sure when they were in cuba he was like oh i gotta i'm gonna take these lines like i think it's better if my character is interacting Mm -hmm. with the um cuban you know whoever he is street racer yeah and the other producers in the meeting were like um hey vin quick cue Shouldn't we get Michelle, who is a native Spanish speaker, to, say, to say these lines? Like, 
<laughs> like, nah, I can handle it. Uh-huh. I got this. I got this. Don't worry. I, got I this. haven't I been practicing. Totally handle it. I'll, <laughs> I haven't practiced I, I haven't once. Practiced I'll say all. them phonetically. <laughs> As everybody wants, I'll say them phonetically mm-hmm. <laughs> and not understand what they mean when they're coming out of my mouth. And only really get a grasp of what these lines mean when the subtitles come up <laughs> at the premiere. <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, everybody's Spanish is really bad. I bet, I bet they all like... Um, except for Michelle's. Except for Michelle's. Who, who's is good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Brian yes, has some Spanish lines of it at some point, And uh, yep. Tej has some as well. Maybe they just have... Los like, Arbores. Los Arbores. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be better if they just dubbed over it if you just mouthed and then it was a little bit off but the spanish came out um nice maybe they would maybe that's a better move for the future i mean for 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 a pretty spanish forward franchise you know like there's a lot of spanish in this franchise mm-hmm. and none of them can speak it Honestly, if you're gonna have Spanish lines, here's my here's my suggestion. If you're gonna have Spanish lines, just have them in a scene where Michelle's hanging out with them, and, yeah. <laughs> and then just like have have them say it. If if in Fast Five, for some reason, like let's say that Tej, like that montage, like Tej and Michelle and Vin were all hanging out, right? Mm-hmm. And then he blew up the thing. Money doesn't grow on trees. He blew up the thing. And then she says Losar. <laughs> that would make more sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It would just like hit it for me a little bit better. <laughs> but Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, is there any other like... Okay, so in terms of languages in the franchise, how many do we have? We have English. Uh, we have Vinglish, which I like to call Vin Diesel's mangled... Uh, puddle English. We have Japanese, Japanese. Tokyo Drift, right? Mm-hmm. Spanish from multiple. Mm-hmm. Portuguese, Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Um, which I do believe also Mia speaks some in five. I think so. Five? Actually, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Um, what else? Is that it? Chinese? Is there any Chinese? I don't think so. That's kind of odd. I bet we'll see some in Fast Night. That This is like my guaranteed, if you want to win, surefire oh. bet. The horses are rigged. Fast 9 is going to have some Chinese dialogue in it. Wow. I wonder For a if- franchise that depends so much on China, mm-hmm. I'm shocked. That there hasn't been more Chinese in it, mm-hmm. basically. Do they have? Um, I think the only time there would have been Chinese if is if uh, Jin the rapper said anything in Chinese during Too Fast Too mm. Furious. I don't think he did. I don't think so either. I don't think he did. Yeah. Um. Do we get? Or, um, is there? Get, isn't there? Aren't there Chinese cops in? No, that is the other rock vehicle I'm thinking of. Um, okay, so in Skyscraper, mm-hmm. uh, 
which The Rock started in 2016 or 2017, I think. Maybe 2018. Um, there are these two Chinese cops, and there's multiple scenes in which the two Chinese cops speak only in Chinese, mm-hmm. and they're, they're subtitled, which I thought was a really nice touch for the Chinese audience, basically. Hmm. Yeah. Um, wait, isn't there a scene, is it in The Fast... Hmm, is it five or six when um, Han and Giselle are hanging out? Aren't they in Shanghai? And they get, um, she has her motorcycle parked there, and then the Chinese police come. And they oh, all draw guns. I have to go back. I recall, I don't recall them speaking Chinese. I recall them. Oh, they are speaking something. Mm-hmm. I think that's You know Chinese. what? You might be right. I think it's Chinese happening right there. You might be right. For a very short period of yeah. time. Yep. Um. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I again, I still think like if you, um, if you want like a bet, you can win. It's definitely that there's going to be Chinese mm-hmm. dialogue in Fast Nine. Basically. Nice. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway. What else we got? Um, I got a I got go an ahead. interesting one for this week. Yeah. So, um, have you ever thought about the name Cipher? I was like, oh, that mm, sounds not that really. Sounds, it sounds techy. It sounds techy. Sounds like a good. weirdly. Sounds like a weirdly. Um, how do we call it? Like like a you know how like GI Joe names their enemies and weird kind of like avatar names i was like cipher sounds like a weird name but i guess it's supposed to be like her hacker name or whatever right. but i did a little, little bit of research and um there's a few other i think there's a few layers here which are worth consideration so the word cipher right on the initial level like right, means like code so cipher decipher code something un- yeah break it open using cryptology whatever um but the second meaning of it is um a little bit defunct but the it means zero and it comes from the arabic word i don't know say cipher s i f r and it's this it's the concept whoa yeah so it's like literally yeah literal translation is zero and i was like all right well like what does that mean for this character and there's two sort of offshoots from it or two additional layers right um so there's right the concept of zero in math which is um so which is an arabic invention exactly so yeah um so the concept of like less than one and like what is that right it's easy to count blocks right. on the table but when you take they all didn't the blocks have it away, for a while they didn't have it for a very long time the greeks yeah. knew nothing about it right 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 so yeah uh what's that roman numerals use all like don't have zero well, not roman numerals <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but not, the greeks certainly didn't use roman numerals right, right, right. But, but but yes also roman numerals don't have zero right Right. So therefore, it made sort of doing arithmetic very difficult. Adding, subtracting without a zero uh, didn't doesn't really work. So there's sort of the math tied to it, which is all right. Like with zero, now you can do math, and then there's like the whole calculus, like approaching zero, and like 
right? Calculating stuff around sort of getting really close to zero, but not actually like dividing by zero. And then of course, like, right. yeah, like binary. Yeah. And then you, then you get that sort of like binary code thing, which is boom, cipher code superstar or whatever. Um, and then the final sort of, uh, layer to it is just the concept of zero. So nothing, yeah, the concept of nothing. Um, and you think like, all right, like concept, nothing like nil nihilists. Right. And Cypher's whole thing mm-hmm. is rejecting, um, yeah. Rejecting. Family. You're going into this man. Yeah, man. <laughs> You're going into this. This is a final layer, but yeah. Rejecting family, okay. like questioning, yeah. Questioning sort of Dom's, uh, code and, Right. Um, then, then she sort of defines her whole like, all right, like family's weak. Like, who needs that? And the whole point of stealing all of the nucle- nuclear launch codes is to uh, bring the world powers to fear and to like, um, what did she say? Like, she wants to. She wants her whole thing is about accountability. And at that point, not only do you have zero as like the concept of zero, but you have like. Mm-hmm. Zero as like the placeholder for power and stuff. I mean, you seem to have done a lot of research and thought <laughs> about this. I've done none. I just think I'm be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just picked a techie sounding name, but it fits, you know. <laughs> but it fits. But it fits. But it fits. Techie sounding name, but also like mm-hmm. a lot of like concept of zero of nothing like hey let's bring all let's bring all of the banks and all the superpowers let's make them all uh, be afraid of nuclear collapse and then all of a sudden there's disorder and i'm the most powerful person or whatever she wants right well what does cypher mean like what does cypher mean in modern modern Parlance. Mm-hmm. It's a secret think, or disguised way of writing a code. Mm-hmm. Cryptic cipher. Yeah, I mean, I like that it fits. Mm-hmm. It's a deeper look into it than the writers probably went into. It. But that's basically the layout of this podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right? So, um, you know... Boy. <laughs> yeah. Um I like Cypher as a character, do you? Um I guess I mean so. Charlize is undeniably the best part about this movie for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like she's she's so good. I just watched another piece of shit movie with first of all, Charlene. I mean Charlize. You got to um you got to do some better shit basically like (laughs) for real Mm -hmm. okay so i watched this and then recently i watched um long shot where she like falls in love with seth rogan for some reason (laughs) which is an insane movie that's that's a newer movie right yeah she plays like the sec it's like a seth rogan vehicle like he wrote it i think and um she falls he like wrote this movie in which she's 
A, the Secretary of State of the United States of America, and B, falls in love with him, <laughs> which is like a crazy, I've never seen a crazier concept for a movie. Uh, it wasn't good. Like, like, don't act in that movie. And yeah. then the other one is um, Bombshell, which is just not a good movie. Mm. It just really wasn't very good. Everybody is doing, like, um, giving it a shot. There's some really good performances. Uh, I think it was somebody... Was she nominated or somebody... I think Margot Robbie was nominated. Mm-hmm. Somebody was nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Oh, was that that one? Is Nicole Kidman in that one? Nicole Didn't Kidman it? is also in that one. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, and Charlie's got nominated for Best Actress hmm. for Bombshell, which maybe deserved just based on like how much she's carrying that movie on her shoulders. But, mm-hmm. You know? Um... Yeah, she plays Megan Kelly in the movie. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, I just wish Charlize the best. You know, mm-hmm. I, I really like, want her to do good work. Yeah, I like Charlize. She's great in action movies. She can act mm-hmm. and she can fight. But um, yeah, put her in some better stuff. Yeah, put her in some better stuff. Basically. Um. Speaking of better stuff, do you want to do shoutouts? That sounds great. Okay. Um, shoutouts is a segment we have on No One Likes to Tune a Podcast wherein we offer free product placement for uh, people, services, um, crap that we use in our lives uh, just for the sake of it. We felt that we should try to emulate the uh, heart and soul of these movies, which we do believe is product placement. Mm-hmm. Um and commercial enterprise. So, um, in that vein, Daryl, what do you want to shout out to this week? Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's see. How do I preface this? So, um, yeah, the nature of shout outs is also um, we invented anti shout outs, which, which is yeah. a uh, the opposite of giving something props, but still wanting to talk mm-hmm. about it. And how do, um, as um, as the youth would say. Uh, uh, throwing shade, we throw a little shade once in a while. <laughs> and uh, as as part of my um, shout out, anti shout out this week, uh, I wanted to use the time to continue my review of rental cars that I use on the weekends to go skiing. Um, oh yes, this is an <laughs> ongoing series we have. <laughs> Daryl goes out of town, rents a car, and reviews it for us. That's right. That's right. It's actually one of my favorite series on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Okay. So uh, there's yeah, there's a there's a sub backstory of this one, which is that I watched Ford versus Ferrari recently, which was oh great. yeah, good, so good, very sweet. Yes, movie. great movie, totally fun. Oh my god, with such good driving, and mm-hmm. um, I I think I watched it maybe a day or two before I needed to rent a car, so I showed mm-hmm. up at Hertz Dangerous. Hertz JFK in the uh, subcompact section zone three. And uh, they give you, they yeah, give you your, yeah, they give you your choice of vehicles, Nissan Versa, Nissan Versa, Ford Fiesta. I was like, boom! Oh my go. god, <laughs> Daryl! Before you go any further, I just want to say to you: in 2019, no, mm-hmm. 2009. Excuse yeah. me, 2009. I was, I was 19 years old, and I went home um, to the just unbelievably lovely academic sanctuary of my hometown called 
Northampton, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a promotional thing on the street that they were about to launch the Ford Fiesta in the United States. Sweet. And I test drove one pre-release wow. Ford Fiesta. And I said to myself, I should buy one of these fucking cars. <laughs> <laughs> Please, continue, continue. Yeah. I just had to put that little plug. That's yeah. wonderful, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the original one had those like very triangular um, headlights and taillights as part of their whole... Yes. Yeah, like yes. it looked like a uh, low-level really Deceptic- low Decepticon. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so a few things about the Ford Fiesta. Um, first thing, sounds it sounds really fast, but mm-hmm. it's not. Um, not a fast mm. car at all. It's one of those cars mm-hmm. where you're sitting in it and you're driving and it's like, hey, this, this sounds like I'm going fast, but everybody's passing you and you look at your speedometer and it feels like you're going 70 and you're really going 50. Right. Sounds fast gotcha. is not fast. Yeah. Um, uh, Handling-wise... Uh, because it's so small, it's a nice short wheelbase. Very uh, easy to drive, really fun to drive at low speed. So if you're looking for like a zip around town kind of car, great. But very touchy at high speed. So mm. 60, 70, yeah. It's sort of, you spend a lot of time uh, with tense arms because the thing doesn't, like a lot of cars and a lot of bigger cars in particular will sort of like feel a little bit more stable at high speed even more right. so when you're than when you're going slow this one right. not so good right that makes sense um what else do i have to say about this one um as part of like the sounds fast is not there's a lot of cabin noise um it's just like you hear everything and it's, you're just in my big yeah not a good wind seal not i have the same seal. problem in my 79 triumph 2500s mm-hmm. mk2 so um and i think I that i think that when they were designing this vehicle they were test driving it around they realized that this was a problem so they put an above average stereo system inside of it oh and nice yeah yeah so it's always sp- a perk on the car rental mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um we spent a lot of, yeah, we didn't use the radio very much while we were driving, but on my fi- on the final leg of our return trip when I was zipping back to JFK to turn it in, I was like, I should test the stereo system. Very, mm-hmm. very nice. Good, man. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. I am always a fan, and I know this is like, people are really, they might even leave a review on iTunes talking about this. <clears throat> um, they, <laughs> I'm always a fan of the Apple CarPlay, mm-hmm. um, which is like the Apple developed integrated screen on the thing, uh, where you can like Bluetooth your phone, and like all your apps come up, and it's all like loaded with all your stuff. So like my podcast app comes up, I can mm-hmm. just beep boop beep play yeah. my podcast. Or, like, I can make phone calls with my contacts, and it's just, like, seamless. Except for one, uh, I believe I rented a Ford, I can't even, what's, it's not the Ford, oh, the Focus. Focus. I rented a Focus. Right. A 2017 Focus one time, in which I had... Instead of Bluetooth, it had a dedicated lightning cable. Oof. <laughs> I had, like, you can feel it already, right? 
It had a lightning cable, but instead of like a normal thing where it was like use your own lightning cable and plug it into this USB slot, mm-hmm. it was like here's a lightning cable that is permanently attached to the car. And if anything happens to it, you're fucked forever on the, <laughs> on the music thing. Yeah. So obviously halfway through my trip, it kept like shorting out and I couldn't use my maps and I it was just <laughs> terrible. It was so bad. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, does the Fiesta have, were you just like pure FM, AM, XM? No, no, radio? no. So, so Fiesta is, the 2019 Fiesta had two USB ports that nice. were also CarPlay capable. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Infotainment was great. I mean, the CarPlay infotainment was great. Um, visibility, excellent. Mm-hmm. Mileage, excellent. Mm. However, mm. I mean, I, I only have to call this an anti shout out because, like, this is not the car, the, it's not the right sort of feature mix for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nice. I just, I love yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, you're just falling on that 49%, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Of the line. Just yeah, just yeah. below. And just we, below. Yeah. But we got it. Yeah, it was yeah, we got our we got this one in black. Looked really right. great. Fun to drive, right. but yeah, it was like a little bit underpowered and I didn't like that it was sort of sketchy at high speed and I would just want a little bit more space and yeah, I think I rented a Focus at some point a few years ago, which I remember enjoying more. And yeah, I don't know, just like a, like a, yeah, little bit of an anti shout out, but otherwise pretty good experience with the Fiesta. Oh, well, maybe users next time on your ski trip, you know, hit that Ford Fiesta and uh, let us know what you think. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I want to also, unfortunately, I know like, I don't like to drown this pot in negativity, but I got to give an anti shout out. Ooh, your anti shout outs are really the best. I think we invented- jump scooters. <laughs> yeah, they're all. <laughs> In part of our ongoing podcast series to review all electric public electric scooter rentals in Auckland, New Zealand. Fucking jump scooters is next on the list. These are um, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so so far, Hold I've on. reviewed Limey. We yeah, love okay. it. Yeah, got what's it, got up? It. I was I was asking for the recap on what we've uh, yeah. reviewed so far. Okay, yeah. so recap. I've reviewed Lime scooters, which no longer exist because the council, um, like the megalomaniacal um, fascist government that exists here in Auckland, decided to, to boot Lime scooters out of town. They've since been replaced by four companies. Okay, oh my <laughs> it gets complicated. Oh my goodness! <laughs> One is Flamingo, which. Uh, is a New Zealand-based company. One is Jump, which is a company owned by Uber. One is Beam, which is, I think, just an independent company. I don't know where they're based. I think maybe San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And one is a company called Neuron, which I have yet to go into. <laughs> so Flamingo, we gave an anti, but then they reached Turned out. It all around, yeah. They reached out and said, there's a boost mode. There's a NOS feature on the, <laughs> on the Flamingo. Because my main complaint was that it was slow. Mm-hmm. Boosted, Flamingo, I'm with them. Except there's like two of them in Auckland still. And it's really annoying. You can't find one. Uh, Beam I've reviewed. Um, they just feel dinky and slow. And I'm not into them, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look cheap. 
That's another big thing. Thanks. So I was excited when the jumps launched because one, Uber made a big point of having a lot of them around, right? Like mm-hmm. you walk around and on the street corner, there's like four in a row lined up in a rack, you know? And you're like, oh, ready to rock. This is like a city bike situation, right? Um, they also launched a city bike type product at the same time, the hmm. jump bikes or whatever. Hmm. You rent them on Uber. I already got the app installed. You know me, Daryl. The one thing I hate more than fucking anything else in the universe, including relative dying, is installing a new app on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It is the absolute fucking worst thing in the entire world. (laughs) I can't even tell you. I hate it so... I hate it so much. Right? And you gotta like make a fucking account mm-hmm. and you have to fucking log in. Set up your and you touch have to or face set ID. Up a credit card. Right, right. And then right. you try to set it up with Apple Pay, but then like it says it can do Apple Pay, but then it actually can't do the fucking Apple Pay thing. You have to turn on your location it's, services, but not all the time. Not all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> Only when using. Exactly. Right? Like and then Apple has a new app to pop up every two days and be like, Hey, this is Using your locations. Are you cool with that? Mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How am I supposed to be informed enough, Apple, to know whether they're doing nefarious things with my location data or not? I have mm-hmm. no fucking idea. Right. So that's basically it. So the thing I liked about Jump and was excited about is no new app. Mm-hmm. I got Uber. It uses the same payment information and the same app. Right. I just like open the map. And, like, click a scooter and fucking scan the QR code, and I'm off. That's sweet. Right? They're bright orange, so I can see them from a distance, which I love. They're um, solid metal construction. Also, big fan of that. Um, they're the slowest fucking things I've ever done <laughs> in my entire life. Did, did, you check for, did you check for an OS button no, on I this one? No, I checked. This time, Daryl, I checked. <laughs> I checked. I checked for an OS button. There isn't one. There's no, no boost mode. There oh is no goodness. boost mode. And I was like, I was so, I was so bummed. I was so bummed. So, like, I can't in good conscience, if it can't get me up the hill, this is the test, right? Mm-hmm. The acid test is from the gym to my house. There's a big hill. Mm-hmm. And if it can't get me up the hill, like, I'm not looking for a second workout here, people. <laughs> right? like, I, I want to hop on this the scooter. Yeah. yeah. I want to hop on this scooter. I want to press a button. And a few minutes later, I want to be at my house. Okay? Without my feet touching the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I had to, like, pump. To get up. Oh, oh, no. oh no. It was horrible. <laughs> it was thankfully it wasn't a leg day, so like my my you know what I mean? I wasn't bursting. But it was bad. It was not fun. So anti shout out to jump scooters. Like, like get get, get out of here. Get some basically. boost. Get some boost, yeah. yo. Yeah, get some boost. Throw some juice in that. I know for a fact. Not for a fact, but like with high degree of speculation, that there's like a software limiter on the speed. Mm-hmm. Like if the if like Uber's just covering their asses basically, and if they decided to, they could like ease that software limiter and just give us a little more juice, which they mm-hmm. 
need to do. So maybe I'll review them again in um, uh, maybe a couple months and see what the deal is. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe they're trying something out where you have to earn the speed. Maybe it's like a by user. Like we'll start you off slow if you pro- if you prove to be like a. Like you got to rack up points. You got to rack up some points. <laughs> like you got to maintain no. your boost level. Second in line to installing new apps is operating on a points-based reward system within your fucking app, right? Like I'm not about it. I'm not about it. Ask for an Uber boost or a, yeah, a boost card for Christmas, and then you can keep boosting. buy this new Fortnite skin and receive 500 uber boost points (laughs) you gotta get that Fortnite integration bro yikes there's no doubt yikes Mm. and then at some point uh on the pod i will get into the neuron scooters which i haven't ridden yet i don't Mm. have the app I'm having a hard time bringing myself to do it because right now I have like six scooter apps on my fucking phone. <laughs> but, but I will do it. Uh, they are a big chunky boy. So uh-huh. I'm I'm sort of looking forward to it. I have uh, high hopes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully there's some extra juice in there. You know, I'm looking forward to And they to come that with review. a pre-clipped-in helmet. So like the helmet is clipped to a little thing, electronic lock mm-hmm. on the scooter itself so we'll in- try out that too do you intend on wearing that helmet not even for one second I was gonna I- say, <laughs> you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get yourself a do-rag or a ski mask or something but we'll see if it makes me because it may unlock here's my guess is that in order to make you wear the helmet it unlocks the helmet and it won't stay on while it won't stay clipped to the scooter mm. this is what i would do if i was evil I would make it so that the helmet didn't stay clipped to the scooter when the scooter was in operation. So you're forced to like do something with the helmet, right? Mm-hmm. And they can tell if the helmet's there or not. So you can't like leave it behind because then they'll charge you for a helmet. Yikes. Right? It's all so, about and, Yeah. It's all about accountability. I hate the social engineering that goes in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um we, we end up taking a big chunk of this pod with shout-outs, but these are important things for important times. And I really think it's... Um, yeah, I really think it's important to talk about. Um, have you ever really listened to the ending song, Good Life, for this movie? I don't think so. Um, I just sort of, like, basically, like, looked it up and played a little bit of it to myself... Um, I just kind of thought it was kind of, you know, it was a little bit of a banger. Kalani, hmm. is that a person that you know? Oh, I think I've seen Kalani before. Whoa, at in person? Live, at a live show in, um, like Bushwick, maybe? Opening or headlining? Ago. Uh, headlining. You went to a Kalani concert? I'm pretty sure I did. Cool. At and G Easy, is that a person you know? Yeah, he's a, um, um, He's a white rapper. Yes, that, that is I've heard of. extremely clear from the visual <laughs> music video. <laughs> but can I say one thing about G-Eazy? Mm-hmm. He sounds, if you close your eyes, he sounds exactly like Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't know it was G-Eazy. I just assumed that every time I heard somebody it was rapping, I, th- I assumed it was Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, well, it's a safe assumption to make because... 
he sounds like, and they also both rap in that like very enunciated style, mm-hmm. right? Um, so like our love will never be lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play a little. Good. Can I play a little of Good Life for you Please on my do. phone here? Okay. Let's get this rolling. So this is Kalani. Mm-hmm. I just kind of think it slaps, you know. All right, let's see if I can skip ahead to a part that is, like, rap-centric mm-hmm. here. And see if we can get our Wiz Khalifa imitator. <laughs> I put my team in position, now they making a killing. Stacking blue faces straight to the ceiling. Out in Vegas, I'm with them, ordering bottles of the ace when they send them. Till it ain't enough space up on the table to fit them. Go ahead and... <laughs> All right, so do you agree or disagree with my hypothesis? I will sounds like 100% agree, agreed before we listened to it, but definitely agree even more now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I was I was I was feeling it. I think I might have been feeling it on second listen right now or I guess I've listened to it a few times counting these movies, but um it's definitely not as good as I felt like it was yesterday when I watched this movie, but I think that's a product of like it's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm so pumped it's over that I'll, you know, I'll basically dance to anything. Um I wanted to yeah, I also my final thing here was also about the end of the movie. Um mm-hmm. did you notice that most likely Rock and Vin were not present at the same time on that rooftop. Oh. <laughs> so he's there. I didn't notice that specifically visually. Yeah. I, I definitely, I was watching it. I was like, hold on a second here. Um, so um, Mr. Nobody has that conversation with Hobbs and he offers him mm-hmm. his badge and his gun. And they, and they uh, yeah, they have that exchange with uh, little Nobody and they showed um, at the end of that conversation, they so they showed Dom, quote unquote mm-hmm. Dom, in the back and far background, and they show him with his back turned, and then he just sort of like does a head turn, and you sort of see his profile, and you assume it's Dom. In the mm. next scene, in the next scene, um, he's there with uh, he's holding baby Brian, and he's talking to Letty. I like you. Let me met Letty. She's my, the most important important person to me ever. And then mm-hmm. um, in that scene, after that, they turn and they look at the picnic table, and everybody's there. Mister Nobody's there. Blah blah blah. But um, wherever the rock is supposed to be is clearly hidden behind, like a character in the foreground. And then I was like, that's pretty weird. And then the final thing was that um, he gives a toast at the end, at the um, yeah at the picnic to that door seating table he's yeah. giving the toast and they show um yeah rock's daughter they show everybody else and then they show like rock winking and then girl winking yeah daughter winking back but like never ever ever are they in the same are dom and the rock well here's i think another thing i mean i've heard and read and blah 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 right. but 
you know, we all know about the feud, and like I would say, it's a pretty safe assumption that um, if they are, if Vin and The Rock are not specifically in the same frame together, talking to each other, like see them both on screen at the exact same time in the mm-hmm. same frame, they were shot at different moments. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Which is like, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I was noticing it, and I noticed how hard they were trying to show that everybody was there on the rooftop by mm-hmm. with uh, clever cuts and everything. But I was like, wait a minute. They're not there. Yeah, they're definitely not there. And everybody else had to show up twice and like do the fucking scene twice. Or, mm-hmm. or Vin had to show up at a stage and be keyed in on a green screen. I mean, it's just a fucking... I can't imagine it was fun for... Right. For anybody involved. Obviously, exactly. I'm on Team Vin forever on this. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I assume The Rock, like, just, like, kept spitting out crazy ideas for the franchise. <laughs> and, like, Vin was like, what are you doing? Like, this Get. is not your shit. Right. Go away. And then Vin, I assume, like, shut down and was like, I don't want to film with him anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean... It happens. It just happens. Right. It just happens. I, you know, I people can say like grow up and do your job, but like, it just happens sometimes. And I, I'm not really like, I'm not fucked off by it. Basically, I don't think I don't think it's a big deal. So, uh, anyway, uh, that's all I got for this movie. You good? I'm good. All right, man. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Nolt Podcast N O L T T. Uh, where else, Daryl? Uh, we're on Instagram at No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. Uh, we have an email account, No One Likes the Tuna Podcast at gmail.com If you want to send us an email, I haven't, I haven't checked it in a while, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I should do that probably after this pod, but I will check it, and um, and you can go ahead and send us an email. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreoncom slash No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. Uh, if you, uh, join or select any tier, you'll get access to all the shit. Um, and like, we just, we would love to have you basically. Mm -hmm. Um, we do some posts. We're, we're trying to organize a t-shirt contest if one of us would get on designing them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, join us on there and like, just throw us a buck. And also, always, you can um, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It is so crazy helpful uh, if you do that. It makes it so that people can find us and people can um, review us and people can just let us know what they think. I have a review open on Apple Podcasts from October of last year. Mm -hmm. This is from DMAD20. Um, he just wanted to give us a couple notes about our Too Fast episode around that time. Uh, he says that the, quote, steam before the race was nitrous purge, which I think, Daryl, we should look into what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, Gallo guy was supposed to be an idiot when it came to cars. True. Okay. Uh, a Dodge Dart came back into production in 2012, I believe. So... Um, he's just talking about the little resurgence of the dart there mm-hmm. in the 
early 2010s. Uh, the Neon was the only Dodge tuner in that time period. And I like the host, though. Had, just had to chime in. That's what he said. Nice. So, I think by the host, he means maybe... <laughs> I think it means me. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, give us a shout. Maybe I'll read yours on the air, too, for sure. I uh, hope you have a great week, man. We'll be back till we'll be back. <laughs>